Portobello Heart Talk are trying to find a way for the people of Portobello to have good quality conversations as a community. I spoke to three of the organising group, Eva Seanfield, Jennifer Elliott and Justin Kendrick, about what we can expect from the Heart Talk conversations this year. We've got this amazing lineup of conversations. So we've got a, a whole bunch of conversations that local people in Portobello are interested in having. Moving around Porty, where they're actually going to be moving around Porty during the conversation, is about transport, maybe about parking, maybe about getting people more on their bikes. There's a conversation about a community cinema, which has been bubbling around for years and years. Somebody talking about building resilience between people in times of transition and grief. There's one about pedestrianising the high street. There's one that you may have heard of about having a community fridge. I think there's about 14 different conversations all in all. And we're really hoping that some of them kind of catch fire and make something happen in Porty that folk are wanting to see happen. Where did the idea come from? Well, it's been a real evolution. So I think it started with an awareness from people in several different organisations in Portobello. But I think particularly Action Porty, who's maybe the kind of baby of the group, coming into a crowded field of the wash house and people thinking about the town hall at that point and Tribe Porty and there were other ones. There was a sense almost that organisations might be starting to, to feel that they were in competition for scarce resources. But if they could join forces and be more strategic together about what was happening in Portobello, they could be working together rather than you know, being drawn in by things like funding into having to compete with one another. So that's my first memory of, of when this kind of idea of let's talk about what Porty needs started to happen. This this idea kind of sparked that we could have lots of different conversations happening in lots of different places. And it was also sort of drawing a little bit on the art walk Porty, where people go around and look at different artworks in people's houses so we thought that there could be this kind of like landscape of conversations where people could dot in and out of different places over the course of a weekend, which is what we've ended up with. This is an exciting project because it's taken Action Porty and the, the things we've learned over the last four years of being in existence to the next level. It's going out for the first time and asking people what they want to talk about and making space for them to have those conversations. So what is exciting is the conversations that have come up, that have spontaneously arrived. And I do hope it's the start of a longer journey, that this is a beginning. It'll become a way of getting things done in Portobello, hopefully, and bringing people together. Well, certainly I've seen that in one of my conversations. I brought three people who'd been talking to me about aspects of community cinema who didn't know each other. So we have a topic of community cinema there was six on the email trail there was debate sparked when you do put people together to talk about a subject ideas come forward things get found out that you didn't know about things come out of the woodwork that are useful for everybody that can be built on will you come to mine i'm doing one about food i know you are and i have seen it on the agenda i've got three booked in and that is the tragedy of the agenda that it's going to be quite hard to attend them all but they all look fabulous and going between them it could be an amazing day out if you're that way inclined to go from conversation to conversation. I do love a good conversation so I think it'll be fascinating to be in the rooms and hear what people say. And uh, the proof will be in the pudding whether anybody turns up to the conversations and in a way 
it's not about numbers. It's really about quality of conversation. They all look really fascinating. The diversity is huge from kind of education to transport to community growing to grief to the future of work and so on. It's about the issues that matter to people. And so it's really interesting to be doing this in this way that integrates the different interests rather than normally you have a group focused on a particular issue. Well, this is a chance to bring them together. And hopefully after this weekend, we'll then have a time when we can look at, well, how do these jigsaw together? What might we do that actually builds on quite a few of these? How do they connect? So people can be passionate about their issue, and then we can look at where the connections are. But first step, get to a conversation, enjoy it, take part for as long as you want to, put post-its notes down if you don't want to bother actually saying something or listen or whatever. And the listening's really crucial. So it's people getting there not just to say what they want to say, but to hear what other people think. It's a real opportunity to make those connections with people that care about the same issue as you. And quite rightly, there's been quite a lot of questions from the community about how this can be as inclusive as possible, how we can make sure that all parts of the community in Portobello are represented, are welcome, are enticed into the conversation. Have we got any further on that? What's the latest? We're a, a, perhaps a slightly older group <laughs> in the organising team. So we, we've got one session happening in Tower Bank in collaboration with some of the teachers there. And we also have a session happening with the youth club. They're, they're going to be working together with a really interesting group from Leith who do Forum Theatre. We're going to have a drop-in space the whole weekend in Belfield where people can come in and have a one-to-one chat with somebody. Oh, and there's the Cube as well. That's what I was going to say. We've got the amazing Cube project coming on Saturday on the 13th outside the Bank of Scotland on the high street between 10 and 5. So people can come, on, come along and draw, write, graffiti, whatever, their thoughts, feelings, concerns. And that's especially to be able to bring kids in and also just bring in people who are passing by who wouldn't turn up to a meeting so we can get folks input who aren't going to ever turn up to a meeting. Their future in Portie matters as much as anybody else's. So that's one of the other key outreaches. This week, I had the opportunity to speak with Lynn Humdy. Lynn has been on the Portie podcast before back in May, and that's a great episode to find out more about her work in making work work for women returners who've had a career break. She's hosting a conversation about the future of work from half one until half three on Saturday, the 20th of November. And I took the chance to get a flavour of that. So what do you imagine the conversation is going to be like if people are thinking of coming along? What we'd like to do is sort of cast people's minds back in order to cast them forward. So we're going to be in the wash house. And I think that's a really interesting symbol of how our lives have changed in relation to work. Because in my granny's generation, she would have been washing her clothes in the wash house. There's been a lot of change over the last 60 years, but I think a lot of people feel there's been a massive amount of change in the last two or three years as well. The sort of position that work holds in our lives has changed quite a lot over the last two or three years. We want to ask people what they're going to stop doing and what they're going to start doing. That will give people the opportunity to reflect on perhaps how they get to work, where they work, how many hours they work, how flexibly they work. And then finally, we want to kind of bring that to the level of the community and think about what we can do and what we need to do as a community to kind of extract the positives from the experiences of the last two or three years and how we can kind of aim for fair sustainable work in both senses sustainable as in the sense of durable but sustainable in the sense of green as well in Portobello and for people who live in Portobello. 
People have heard about more flexible working, working from home, possibly a four-day week. What else is there that's on the cards that people haven't thought about in terms of how we might work? Well, I think the whole conversation around flexible working is kind of part of a much bigger picture around people feeling that their contribution is valued and feeling like they have some kind of say over the way in which they work. And so I think often we talk about flexible working as a kind of shorthand for that. And I really do think that the fact that people's bosses have kind of had a glimpse into their lives and the fact that people have realised they don't have to sit in an office or they don't have to be there four days a week or maybe they've quite enjoyed spending more time with their kids or homeschooling their kids is really changing the relationship that people have with work. And I hear from recruiters who are now saying that obviously there's a talk now of the the big resignation. A lot of people are planning to change their work in the next sort of six to 12 months. Recruiters tell me that employers who are not offering that level of autonomy or who don't have a culture where people feel they're valued wherever they work or whenever they work are just missing out on the best talent. And I think looking even further forward, There's also a whole conversation about the kinds of jobs people will be doing. We'll be asking people on the day whether their parents or their grandparents' jobs even exist today. I think there's often a tendency to sort of think that the future will be a bit like today, but actually it might not be. It might be radically different. There's a whole other conversation about how we get to work. People have probably enjoyed getting out and about a bit more during the pandemic they might be thinking about cycling or walking to work and if they work at the guy and live in Portobello that's not going to be possible so unless they're very fit (laughs) and have a lot of time on their hands and co-working spaces have a really important role and I am surprised personally that there's not more of a conversation around some of the bigger employers who are now talking about getting rid of some of their footprint in business parks and city centres, that there's not more talk of them actually creating those kinds of small hubs in more residential areas. And they could be really beneficial to local economies. I mean, there's there's a lot of talk, particularly in Edinburgh now, around 20-minute neighbourhoods. You know, if you worked for a big employer, like a big public sector employer or one of the big financial services companies that are in Edinburgh, and they had a local hub in Portobello, you'd be spending money locally and you would be able to meet your colleagues. So you wouldn't have the isolation of working from home, but you wouldn't have to travel as far to the office. And those spaces could eventually be made available to community groups when they're not being used by those employers. I think there's lots of different opportunities for working in different ways and in different locations that are neither sort of our kitchen tables nor the big office. I guess the other thing is thinking about why we work. Like, why do we work? (laughs) Exactly. I think we have this assumption that we work in order to earn money. But it's so much more than that. It's about having an outside interest. It's about having some kind of status in a way, you know, something to say when people ask that question, what do you do? It's also about making a contribution and doing something where they feel they're valued. Yeah, we have a strange way of valuing people's contribution, I think, in our society. And that makes it really hard for people, I think, to accept 
a lower salary than they theoretically have the potential to earn for a job that they find more valuable and meaningful because we measure people's value according to their salary. What I'd really like to come out of it are some ideas that people can maybe latch on to, some sort of beginnings of some collaborations maybe. I think the plan is to have more heart talks, so hopefully it will be the beginning of a process. All the conversations can be found on hearttalkporty.land. I hope to see many of you there and I look forward to catching up on more of the conversations.